What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all been? We back with another one. We back with another one. Episode five, but out of on the audio joint, it's episode four. I didn't put the intro joint in there, so that's why it's kind of off. But anyways, yeah, so episode five, addiction, addiction, addiction. <laughs> but first, make sure you like and subscribe, and you know what time it is. It's praying time. <laughs> it's praying time. so awkward. <laughs> you good. Okay. All right. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to even have this time to talk on here, Lord God, and use this platform to get your word out, Lord God, and just reach people, Lord God, and allow them the uh, chance to get on here and voice their opinions on different things. And even if they need to vent or anything like that, we just pray, Lord God, that you just touch the very minds that are listening right now, Lord, or even watching right now, Lord. And I just ask, Lord God, as we speak on today, Lord God, that somebody out there who is listening or who is watching that they will be able to understand that it's okay to uh, acknowledge the fact that you're not doing too good or that you're not feeling well, that you just, you know, need to speak about something instead of holding all in. And I just ask, Lord God, that we have a great talk and I just pray these things in Jesus' money name. Amen and amen. Amen. What is up, y'all? We're back. I know it is, what's today, Tuesday? Yes, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, y'all. I'm sorry for the late delay, you know. See? Got, you know, I got to do better, you know, just, you know, getting used to trying to keep it up with the uh, consistency of dropping videos and editing the video and all that, just that there. So, but no excuses, though. So, I'm going to still make sure I get something out to y'all. So, got my beautiful wife here, y'all. Hello. <laughs> I wish we had that thing that training guy, man. What thing? That roadcaster pro I was telling you about where you just press buttons and it'll do it yourself and like whoever like it'll be to where it'll like whoever's listening they can hear it too. Oh okay. and we'll be able to hear it too. But that's that thing that costs money. Yeah. It's it's a big investment. But I ain't that's why I ain't got it just yet. How man. much is it? About six hundred. <laughs> it's not that bad, but that, that ain't nothing compared to what you know. My that ain't no big investment. He yeah. will buy that the next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big investment. I ain't gonna buy but we can't we can't swerve. We are being challenged. That's what I, said. I can't I can't buy that next week or nothing. We are being challenged. We are what? being challenged. Why does it keep doing that? But yeah, this episode today. <laughs> Addiction, addiction. My hair. Am I tweaking? Is this how this, or is it messing? No, you good. It just looks weird over here to me when I'm trying to look at it. Oh. It's fine because it was sliding. Oh, okay, okay. You can see in there, thing, right? You cool? Yeah. You good? You good? All right, cool. That's neat. That's neat. I'm okay. It went away. <laughs> Y'all, excuse me in advance. I am nasally congested. I know you can hear that, so bear with me. Got the tissues on deck, got water. the water on deck, so we good. Yes. All right, so addiction, addiction, a topic that not too many people want to talk about. I mean, some of the reasons might be somebody might still be dealing with it or just might be afraid that somebody going to judge you, but 
on this here podcast, we're transparent. So, I'm going to talk about my story. She's going to talk about hers. And, yeah. So, you want me to go first? That's fine. All right. All right. Let's take you on. Let me take you on a joyride. Wow. Down memory lane. <laughs> well, not nah, it ain't no joyride no more. Let me let me rephrase that. It ain't no joyride no more. Uh, but no, nah, I I started my okay. My addiction was smoking, smoking, and sex too. I ain't gonna lie to you. But that's all another podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. Yeah, we ain't gonna get into that too much, but mainly it was mainly smoking. Though. So I mainly started back in, uh, I think it's what my senior year, maybe. Yeah, my senior year. That's probably when it got real heavy. Yep, started got introduced to smoking and. Doing everything with it, making music, uh, dancing, whatever, going to parties. Like, it was bad. Like, I was just such a addict without even knowing it. And it was, I was, like, fresh and doing it, but it seemed like I was doing it forever. So, it's just, like, it was so heavy. I was doing it every single day, every single day, and I just couldn't stop. I needed it. <laughs> And I thought I really needed it. So, especially like them days I would have, like uh, getting off work, long days. Like, man, it's been a rough day today. Let me go ahead and roll up one <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Let me roll up one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Of course. So, yeah, I started chiefing real heavy. And then, let's see, where else? Then my mom ended up moving. Uh, she moved, and if y'all know my mama's boy, I said on my last podcast. So yeah, I'm a mama's boy. I'm not ashamed of it. So, uh, but yeah, she moved, and then at that time, you know, that was, you know, breaking point for me. I'm like, well, this is weird. <laughs> what I'm about to do now, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just dealing with my mom leaving. And then trying to grow up as a young man in this life, in this world. And I'm already kind of starting off on a bad foot, you know. I know the right way, but I just didn't choose it. So, trying to live a dope lifestyle, going to church still, smoking, looking skinny. Like, that stuff was bad. Like, I didn't know how I looked. I I, I looked in the mirror so much, making sure my hair looked cool, making sure I'm looking good for the party, this, that, and the third, the studio. But um, like on a deeper level though, I look ugly. <laughs> I look ugly. <laughs> it was it was terrible. But um, but yeah, my mood and stuff, and then I had to just grow up. But my growing up was just me just taking it all in, not saying much. And I went through a depression stage to where I didn't want to be fooling with nobody. Like I was just like want to be by myself the whole time. Like I said, like I said, my last my I my last podcast. I wanted to be by myself all the time, and it just it just robbed me of like a whole bunch of time that I could have been spending with family or friends. Like it was just 
it was just weird. I didn't know how to cope with it. But um, let's see, what else can I take y'all to? Hmm. I guess next phase is us. Dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next phase is us. So I met my beautiful wife. You know what I'm saying? Matter and stuff. And I was summer of 2018. Summer of 2018. July. July. Wow. That's that's a minute, man. That's yeah. We came a long way. Yeah, because I was already, I had already moved out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I moved into my place. Uh, I moved out at nineteen. I said, Granny, you train me well enough, I'm ready. <laughs> um, I already had my own place, my own car. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, two months after graduating of 17, 2017, I had got a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I graduated with my CNA license and things, all that. So I was pretty set up for the most part. Um, we met. 2018 in July. 2018. But I was already in my own place of April of that year. So, um, my my journey with smoking, it started. I guess you could say it full-blown started when I turned 18. But it wasn't like... Heavy. heavy. It wasn't heavy. It was more like an occasion, like if... I'm out with the friends. It, it was that kind of. It was that kind of thing. It wasn't yeah. like every single day. My uh, me smoking pretty much. That started heavy when I moved out. I moved out and um, I was just like, well, you know, my own home, my own place. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not bothering yeah. anybody. You know, I'm not doing it in my grandmother's house or anything like that. So, you know, I respected the rules up until I moved out, you know, because, you know, that is home. You have to respect where you're living at. That is home. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother didn't play and uh, she was strict. So it was no, (laughs) it wasn't no talking back and all the crap that these generation kids do nowadays. It was none of that. Um, So I waited till I moved out. And then that's when my journey with it started to amp up. And it was at first it was it was it was cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh I can do this. This this isn't yeah. now the first time it, it did it did spook me because I didn't like the way it felt. It was something new. Mm-hmm. Um but after a while, when you start to do it more, you become comfortable with it. And uh, I was becoming very comfortable with it. And yeah. I was functional. I can go to work. I worked evenings. I can go to work. I can pay my bills. I can pay my rent. <laughs> I can. I was what you call, a lot of people call it a functional drug addict. Yeah. You was just functional. Yeah. You know, you took care of, you took care of your necessities first. And then afterwards, you, you had your me time. You had your time to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. And that's what I did in my spare time. Um, like I said, I wasn't a party animal. I I didn't care for the parties. Me all day. I'm in there like. I didn't care. I didn't care for yeah. the parties. I didn't care for the spotlight. I was more laid back. Like everybody come over, yeah. relax. You know, don't mess up my furniture. 
to mess up my stuff. You know, my parents worked really hard and, and purchased, you know, furniture and all that. So I was like, look, this is just a chill spot. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was more secluded with my addiction. I didn't, I, I wasn't out in the open, put it like that. I didn't really go out and do crazy stuff. I just stayed home with it. Yeah. But eventually it grows. And uh, the longer you sit and do a certain thing, the more you become addicted to it. And for me, it was, like I said, it was fun. Like, I work all day, mm-hmm. come home, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do, relax, call somebody on the phone, whatever, mm-hmm. and smoke. And it would be times where I would smoke for friends, and we'll go meet and hang and smoke with other friends, like, you know, stuff that a teenager does at a yeah. very young age. And I'm not a friend. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not because everybody has done something. There are some people who went way worse than yeah. smoking, just smoking, you know, smoking weed. But for me, when we met, uh, I was still heavy. I was still heavy smoking. Yeah. I just didn't let him know that. <laughs> I didn't let him know. I didn't let him know I moved out. I didn't let him know I have my own place. I didn't yeah. let him know nothing. It was just very low-key. You know, very we started off really as... We started off as friends. When we did meet each other, it was more of like a friendship. Like, look, I'm not rushing you. You're not rushing me. This mm-hmm. is what it's going to be. And yeah. we both were smoking. But, like I said, I didn't let him know that. Yeah. I was in a phase of kind of slowing, trying to slow down. Yeah, and I messed that up. (laughs) Not intentionally. Not intentionally, but it's what happened. So, you know, she's like, uh... What? How did you? How did you say it? We were watching TV. Yeah. And... (laughs) I said, I'm about to smoke. Like... Just flat out said and it. I'm over here sitting like, yeah, I'm trying to stop, you know. Yeah, yeah that's I'm what he said. I'm trying to be cool. And I felt bad because he and was then like, put a blunt in. I'm like, you didn't even, <laughs> you didn't even let me get into it, you know. It was just more so like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna force you to do nothing because I understand, I respect it. But in but that moment, I'm me, just like, I was like, I'm about to smoke. I'm not gonna just sit in here and just let the air fill with smoke. I'm just like, but you know, <laughs> it's 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 a learning experience, indeed. Definitely a learning, um, learning experience. You know, we laugh and joke about it now because it's like, dang, we done got past it. Like, <laughs> it's a, we done definitely got past. Like, you know, I mean, it's crazy because we can honestly laugh and joke about it a lot. Oh yeah, that's how you know you're really comfortable with your spouse like you're very comfortable that's how you know you're free from something too when you when you can be open and talking about not saying we gotta go into detail like telling you our whole whole story but right the stuff that that god really brought us from and that it's a true testimony yeah we can talk about it right not even be ashamed yeah i used to smoke i used to be real heavy in the sex and all that stuff not saying i was doing it like crazy like you just anything I see I don't want doing it like that you just had a problem I just had a problem that's sum it up you just had a problem I just had a problem that's it I had a problem I'm um, not ashamed of it so that right there that whole transition but from smoking and then just trying to keep living right (laughs) 
while you still dabbling in that is that's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. can't even get through your days without you know thinking about like i mean man i know i shouldn't be doing this man i God is like, I done told you. That too. I done told you. You keep on now. You keep on. It's going to be bad. But yeah. So, uh, did you have anything you wanted to add as well? <laughs> I should have asked you this before, but. No, you're good. Um, What's up? I just. What was I about to say? My Sorry, I'll try to thought loss. You're good. Um. We uh, it's it's a learning experience and it's a growing experience from how far we have came mm-hmm. from smoking. It's been like what for us? Mm. Mm. What two years? This yeah, when was it? Will this year make it three? This year will make it. Dang, it's been three. It's been three years. Whoa. <laughs> That's been. <laughs> Wait. A round of applause. Oh, yeah, it's been three years. Jay. Three years, yeah. Y'all. Three years. We ain't picked that no blunts. No, that. It ain't no point anymore. It's not a point. It's not a point anymore. I mean, you can't even enjoy it if you wanted to. People out here lacing things, and the world is going super crazy nowadays. It's really Um, bad. You can't even trust what you get from your main supplier anymore because so many people. It was mainly closer to last year. So many people was ODing, and they were getting synthetic weed, and they was getting fentanyl laced in their weed, and that right there, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and that's one thing that I when I seen that. It was just like, what, bro? Yeah. Like, not saying that stuff wasn't happening back when we was. Of course it was, but it wasn't so, like, strong of a thing going on. Like, yeah, this is happening frequently. It wasn't so much. Right. It wasn't frequent like that. So, to hear, you know, we not doing it no more, it's just like, I thank God because, boy, Mm -hmm. you never know what you're getting. You never know. You don't. You don't know where it's coming from. never know. You don't even know who it is anymore. You can be, I'm purchasing it from this person. But this person can be either purchasing it from purchasing it from that person or whatever the case may be. People are not right in the head anymore. And we do have people in the world that I'm going to hurt you because I've been hurt. And you know what it could be hurt too? People, hurt people. That's true. That is true. You know what it could also be too? Is that they just thinking like, oh, well, such and such. They was cool off of it. Let me try with them. Not right. not thinking it. Not thinking it's going to really, you know what I'm saying? Of course, everybody is different. Like, right. Just like with heroin or crack or whatever it is. Everybody can't do that and live. No, because if you ain't got no build-up tolerance, it ain't, it ain't working Some for you. Some people do it one time and that's it. You know what I mean? So it's like those people that deal it out, that, you know, be using fentanyl, whatever they're using. They just thinking in their head, oh, well, it's going to be cool. They're going to be all right. Not knowing that they really killing people. Just, you know what I mean? But we they are. just doing like a, they basically like a silent killer. Yeah. And they don't know. They're like, oh, well, I'm, they probably think if they don't come back to them, they're going to somebody else. Nah, buddy. <laughs> it, no. <laughs> 
That's that's bad right there. So it's like it's a lot of I guess you can say it would be in that in that type of field, it's just you can't trust nobody, man. I don't care if it's your dog since day one. I don't care. If it's money involved, he gonna do whatever it takes. It's too much risky stuff nowadays. Too much risky stuff, man. Too it's much. too much. And you every time you dabble and what you ain't supposed to be doing, you just play a Russian roulette. Eventually one of them shots gonna hit you. Like eventually something's gonna get you. Especially hey, with what we just heard at church. Um I'm about to say. Um <laughs> uh, not that explanation, but what did he say? Feasting? What did he say? Sitting at the table uh, with the was, enemy, or just like in 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 the enemy's was, presence, like he was you on know, the devil's territory. But yeah. it was like, you know, when you got certain people that will try to test. I guess you can say test the devil. I don't know if that sounds right, but in the sense of like you trying to play like you're a part of the game as well. Like you about it and you really not about it. Mm, about it. And then he was just like, basically, don't play with the devil. Because if you really want to run them ones with <laughs> Right. And that's the thing that that's the thing that people don't realize either. It's like them people that's faking it to make it or whatever, or making it seem like they about it or not even just with thugs or nothing like that. Just like in general, like you making it seem like you really want it and you really don't because we can't fight this battle with the devil by ourselves we can't fight it with what we think we got or what we think we know of course not he know the bible too <laughs> like, not even that he know you he know you he know what you like he know what you don't like he know what you're afraid of like come on now we not just he wasn't just made yesterday like he you know what i mean he done been around you know what i'm saying and it takes us to give it to God in order for us to not even trip on it. And when that's when that type of thing comes up, that's when we use the word. That's when it's time to use the word because that's what's gonna help us. Exactly. We can't just go by our word. Get back. What's that gonna do? Man Just like when Jesus got tempted, what did he use? He used the word. He used the word. And so for when he that, said, get behind me, Satan, and he said, <laughs> he used the word, and Satan was just like, Jesus was not playing. You know, you can't even tempt the Lord that God. You can't even do that. What are you doing? They were showing him all kinds of stuff. And that's what a lot of us get addicted to. We get addicted to, oh, I'm trying to go get this fast money, this fast life, living in the fast lane. Listen, I am, I am not for none of that. Okay, I'm <laughs> not for because, none of that because when the time comes for somebody to, to get pinpoint to get railroad, I, I did not want to be a part of any of that. But you know, our generation nowadays, we're really struggling because everybody wants to be about it and everybody wants to be gang gang and everybody wants to, oh, I mean what I say, I say what I mean, and if you run up, you get done up. And you know, back you in the day on. when you ran up, you did get done up. You know, you fought. But People nowadays, it's like, saying, bro. it's like, I want something to happen to me. I, I want somebody to try me. And well, you yeah, gonna come find, do it. Yeah. You're going to find somebody that's going to really, <laughs> you know, try you. And it's really somebody it's out good. there that's waiting on them type of words to hit the floor. And like, exactly. Yep, they said it. I'm, it's time now. Yup. And yeah. them people don't know what they're. 
just like the Bible says, I don't know where it's at. We need to find it. But uh, where it says, um, um, life and death is in the power of the tongue. We done read that part so many times. Find that real quick. But yeah, life and death is in the power of the tongue. If you don't believe that, just like when they say, if you don't believe that, you shouldn't even be saying that one thing where they be like, well, I think, well, if I should use that. Ooh, it's in Proverbs. Ooh, Proverbs. Chapter 18. I'm about to take y'all to the word real quick. Chapter 18, verse 21. Proverbs is a hard book to read. If you haven't read, read Proverbs, hey. Proverbs is really, really hard Proverbs to read. Proverbs get you through there. <laughs> It'll tell you... Be careful about some stuff. <laughs> like, Proverbs will hurt your spirit too. Yeah, it, it, it'll <laughs> it tell you about yourself now. It ain't no joke. You said chapter 18? Yes. Verse what? 21. Verse 21. We had to read Proverbs. I didn't even want to read no more. <laughs> I, didn't, so, I didn't touch it for how many days? It was a minute you ain't touch it. I was like, oh, that's that was too deep, but it's something it was it was what I needed to hear. It's right behind. And if y'all hear noise in the back, guys, excuse it. It is our neighbors. We got neighbors. I don't know what they're working on, but... I'm going to go look and see. Buddy getting mad, though, I can tell. <laughs> he back there, yeah. <laughs> That's all we hear. <laughs> he get upset, y'all. So excuse him, you know what I'm saying? But not for real. <laughs> Jesus. You're almost there. There you go. 21. Yeah. All right, so King James Version. Uh, the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 and it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof mm. so whatever you like doing you gonna eat the fruit whether you like to Just be like wicked when, you gonna eat it when they be like uh, how, they, how that saying go you are what you eat yeah you are what you eat basically so when you constantly telling just like the whole suicidal type of deal, like when you got different people like with cyberbullying or just bullying in general, you got somebody constantly telling you, oh, well, you're not going to make it. You're this, that, and third. You're fat, this, that, and third. If you got somebody that's dealing with low self-esteem, low confidence, like all that in the third, like that's going to push somebody, persuade somebody, well, maybe I should, maybe I don't. You know what I mean? Like it's, but in a sense, though, you, of course, you're not supposed to allow people to, but everybody is not like that though everybody wasn't raised in that way to you know take up for themselves and you know different things like that because they just didn't have the support system in their family so when you're out here speaking and you going off on somebody you need to watch what you're saying because that stuff can be either life or death for them for real mm-hmm. like you tell somebody all day long go kill yourself what you think they're gonna do go kill themselves because now and if they do something like that now they blood is on your hands and i'm not trying to say it to like scare nobody or nothing like that but it's just hey that's that's in the word <laughs> like death and life death death in life is in the power of the tongue so for that hey watch what you're saying out there for real because if you don't you mm-hmm. reap what you sow you don't want nobody talking about you or talking to you any kind of way so I suggest you don't do it to nobody else. So, I mean, yeah. That's 
that's that's awesome. To sum it up in that, yeah, that's your words are very, very powerful. Yeah. I was thinking about that, um that saying sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt or words will never hurt me or something like that. And I got to thinking about it like when I was young, I'm like well, sometimes words do hurt, though. Like, they if do. You, if you really think about I, I thought it. he was about to say that. <laughs> What'd you the do? one thing that we said when we was kids. What? Is <laughs> <laughs> it scary? So, what? No. I was about to say, why would you say that? No. No. I don't even know. Man. It's funny, but it's not funny. Because it's like, why was we saying that as kids? But that's know. that's not. It's the same thing, but it's not. Mm. It's really not. But I mean, yeah, it's that's how it is with addiction. You gotta you gotta be serious with it, and what you say, life or death, is is part of how you play out that addiction role as well. Whether you tell yourself, "I'm gonna beat this, I'm gonna get over this, this is not gonna hold me," or you tell yourself, "I can't do it, I need it, I don't need nobody else help, I need my next whatever the case is, whatever it is that you're addicted to." It's mm-hmm. It's how you, how you view it, how you look at it. Yeah, for real. And flesh is real. A lot of us out here, oh, I can control. No, you can't. You can't, no. You cannot. No. I didn't say it too. I thought I could control my addiction. I couldn't. <laughs> You're going to end up in the same boat every time. You're going you gonna to probably be able to stop for a good one or two days, and that's it. You right back. Hey, were you trying to go ahead and... Yeah, bro. I, I mean, I'm feeling down, bro. And then you right back in that same boat just because of how you feeling at that moment. And also, your environment. Your environment. Who is you're hanging you know, out with. Who you're very important. Who you're dealing with. Um, it's just like you got some people that's like uh, we all bond or we all have bonded mm-hmm. once in sin. We have friendships where we all was doing stuff we was not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was smoking, drinking, fornicating, whatever the case may be, however you bonded with that person is because y'all like some of the same things. And a lot of stuff that we all like together was, you know, sinful nature. So yeah. you have a relationship with that person. You have a bond with that person. Yeah. Um, But when you try to change that, notice how that bond you thought you had mm-hmm. is now starting to become severed. And it's because you're finding your way away from what you used to like to do. You're finding your way from fleshly desires. You're starting to be more, you know, on the spiritual side, like, look, okay, for instance, smoking for me. I had to hold myself to a different standard. Like, look, this is what I said I was going to do. This is what I mean. Mm -hmm. You had to pray on it. You just can't say it and, and do it. It's a constant battle. Yeah, that's there will a- be times where I will have dreams where I'm like, I'm smoking, I'm drinking, yeah. I'm having fun. And then I wake up and I'm like, it's just a dream. Yeah. It's just because it's, you know, it gets you. It gets you back to that moment to where you used to be, you know, in sinful nature. And I'm not saying that I'm completely out of sinful nature because every day we sin, whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. But. It's just you got to work on it. And also you got to work on your environment. You got to change who you hang out with. Um, Not saying you got to cut a person completely off. But when you're dealing with God, 
he's going to sever a lot of sever severed a lot of relationships because he knows whether that friend is going to be there to the end or it ain't going to work out mm-hmm. because it, you're going to have a lot of them that's not going to want to see you do better no. so for those ones that's not going to see that's not want to see you do better they're going to constantly you remember we used to you remember you remember you remember you remember don't yeah. you get tired of remembering bro like why we can't focus on the future like what you trying to do now i'm at this point where it's like man look if we ain't talking about, if we ain't trying to help each other in the future, for real, for real, like, I mean, whether, that's like, whether it's in the future or not, because you can help somebody in the future long distance ways, but if we're not trying yeah. to build each other up in a more positive way yeah. and get out of this boat that we all just sitting here sinking in, like, if we're not... doing the same thing, insanity, expecting the same thing, but you're doing the same thing, but expecting a different result every time. You, you can't work like that you no. cannot work like that steady trying to remember or steady stuck in your thoughts or that's you know. like steady being stuck in the mindset of 2017 and we out here it's 2022 and it's yet- 2022 you're like man you remember 2017 March 17 we were doing this at 3 o'clock in the morning bro What's the point, bro? Like, we passed that. We in 2022. Time done passed. Like, what we thinking about them times? Yeah, that stuff done happened. That's that's over and done with. Now we got to move forward. That stuff is gone. Like, ain't no going back to that. So whatever happened back then, happened. Hey, scratch it. Like, we ain't going back to that no more. Uh-uh. And ain't no point in trying to relive 2720. <laughs> There ain't no point in trying to live, relive 2017 and 2022. Imagine that. There's people that's reliving or trying to relive their old pastimes in this year. If that makes sense to you. I know, but I'm I'm gonna hold back what I want to say. Because okay. it's a little mean. <laughs> okay. No, I understand what you're saying, okay. but my response to it. I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'm not going to say it. But um, no, like, you just got so many people that want to stay there because it felt good or it looked good. You know what I mean? That's the, of course, of course we had fun. We done, you know, did our little thing, had a great time. We thought we did. But at the same time, we got to grow but up. But the main thing is, is I'm not even looking at, the main part is we owe God. I've been thinking about that too. We owe him. We owe him. We owe him. Every single thing. And everybody said, what do we owe him? Well, think about all the times you was at the wrong place at the wrong time in that person's bed, in that alley, in that liquor store, at that weed spot. At that strip club, and you know, at that, uh, at 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 whatever the parties, underground, whatever y'all do, whatever we did, think about those times where you done met up with that person when you ain't supposed to even seen that person, or you say you was gonna cut that person off, whatever the case may be. Think about all those times where that could have been your last time, your last time, and you know for a fact it could have been your last your time. Last time. You feeling awkward, you shaking in your boots, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you feeling just, like, eerie, like, mm, mm, It's that feeling know, where, like, you know, ooh. I'm going to just use you for example. It's that feeling where you say you sneak out. <laughs> you say you sneaked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just like any feeling. As a teenager, you know you're not supposed to be where your parents tell you you ain't supposed to be. Heart pound. Do you think everybody on you? 
Hey, you like, hold on, what? Hold like, on. <laughs> you, you getting real, you getting yeah. real anxious. So it's like, what's the point of like, well, we, I put it like this, we done all been there. You can't try to get through this life thinking that you ain't. You ain't gonna get caught. You ain't gonna get caught. You gonna get, oh, man. You gonna get caught. What? Man. Somebody somewhere gonna see it, gonna say something, gonna break it up with and you just be like, just shut up. Like, exactly. Just let it be. Exactly. Just you be trying to hide the whole time. He's like, yeah, he right here. Yeah. Right. Buddy's right here. And I mean, that's what the enemy do. When we do wrong and we, we try to hide from God and try to act like, you know, what we done ain't going to come to the light. It's going to come straight to the light. And if it's coming. That's the thing about it. If you're not trying to change, then it's going to be shit. It's going to be bad. It's going to be because real bad. Because when that day of judgment comes, you know. He going to remember. He going to remember. He bringing up And a lot of things everything. that we think he ain't going to remember, he's going to remember. If he has not tossed it into the sea of forgetfulness, it is coming up on judgment day. And the only way he will throw it in the sea of forgetfulness is if you repent. If you really, Once if you, you truly really repent. It, and there's a difference between repent and forgiveness. Forgiveness, you know, that means, you know, we could do it again. Lord, forgive me for, you know, doing right. this Right, you're going to end up doing it again. You're going to end up doing it. But repentance, you for real turning from your wicked ways. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling now. I'm done. Like, that's Like, it. for us, smoking has been three years. Three years. I have not touched it in three years. Done. <laughs> Donezo. So, for that... In the sea of forgiveness, God ain't gonna bring that up on judgment. It's just the stuff that we're doing you, now. Yeah, you're doing now. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Up until day of judgment. Exactly. What are you doing now? Because the thing about it is, angels are keeping record, and we're telling y'all this too. But even us, like mm-hmm. I'm saying it to you, and I'm saying it to myself as well. Like we gotta still work. We still got work to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody still got work to do. I don't care if you're the highest priest or the most knowledgeable person of all. You still got work to do. <laughs> like It's always work to be done because right. we're not just going to figure out this whole thing in one night or five years. Mm-mm. That's a lifetime. That's a whole lifetime. While we still here on earth, that's a lifetime of us constantly understanding. Well, not even, of course, we can't fully understand God, but, you know, just understanding like who we are in God for real and really getting that true relationship mm-hmm. so yeah it's addiction is real y'all addiction is very very real and it's not to be taken lightly at all because it, addiction not. will eat you up spit you out and then do it all over again if you allow it if you allow it because you think about it is it's, it's a mind thing as well like we think all the time well I need it I need it I need it you keep saying it then you gonna need it you gonna force yourself to need it <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that uh, <laughs> what the episode was much about when he screamed he said I need it he, he was serious he said it so many times I don't need it yeah. I don't need it I don't need it I definitely don't need it give <laughs> pause for a minute let it see it I mean, he starts screaming. That's how it is. I wish you could insert that clip, y'all. I love SpongeBob. Hey, we just might insert that clip here. Don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. 
That's why you gotta give it to God because us trying to do it alone, like completely by ourselves, we gonna well, we gonna short circuit, <laughs> we gonna blow a gasket, all that, man, because it's too much. It is too much for our own selves to try to fix our own selves. Like we cannot fix us. We cannot do that. We have no power to, you know what I mean? We can't, you know, especially when we're dealing with, like, an addiction or whatever the case may be, a loss or something like that. We cannot. It's hard. It's harder to fix it when you're dealing with it and it's right in your face and you're steadily doing it. You got people that you know good and well that's still doing it. They're going to come over later or whatever the case may be. Hey, yeah, bro, we got to go. You know what I'm saying? We got this party going on, bro. You sliding, bro. Yeah. All the time, you like, yeah. You, you know, a good way you wanted to say no, but you still say yeah. So it's like, it's hard to fight that off when you still in it. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, though. The more you say no. The easier it becomes. The easier it becomes. I promise you. I guarantee it. The more you say no, that first time saying no is going to feel weird. You're going to be like, no. <laughs> they near tweaking. But once you keep on that repetition of you saying no, you, how you say it? Ishueth evil? Ishueth? Ishueth. Ishueth evil. So basically, you pushing away evil. It's going to constantly stay back. Because mm-hmm. you, and then too, God is going to help you with that in, as well to be able to get away from evil. And he's going to always have an, a, a way of escape for you uh-huh. to where you can, you know what I'm saying, get out of there. But yeah, addiction is real, y'all. Addiction is real. And if you out there, you dealing with addiction, I mean, hey, I would say for real, pray on it and talk to somebody for real. Either you talk to somebody that you know that you can trust or you you get a therapist or something because we don't like I would I would hate to see see you go down a road to where is it gets so bad to where you really don't want to come back from it at all. Without even a second thought, oh no, I'm staying here. You know what I mean? That, that's that's I bad. I tell you a good video to watch. And I'm pretty sure all you guys are familiar with it. Um, I watch these videos on YouTube because I like to watch a lot of stuff. But the channel name is called, and I've showed you, Soft White Underbelly. And I I know a lot of you guys have seen those videos on YouTube. Basically, a man, he goes around with the camera. He sits in one spot. He let a person come in. He does a full-on interview. and He let them just expose their entire life. They're just an open book for the entire world to see. And there's four clippings of this one specific person. And uh, her name was Amanda. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And uh, Amanda looked like me. Looked like you. Mm -hmm. You know? Okay. In a four month time span. Dwindled down. She completely dwindled. The next episode was really sad. So I thought she came back with 
a bruised, busted eye. She came back. Um, she didn't have her wig on. She, her hair was cut in a low fade. Her voice was very, very raspy. And her teeth were gone. She had a full set of teeth the first video. Amanda was, a, a, uh, she wasn't heavy set, but she was, uh, she was thick. She had weight on her. When she came back, that next episode, she was skinny. And her whole entire appearance changed. During the next video, she came back. She had a wig back on. And she was still struggling. She looked a little bit more skinnier. And was saying she was a clone. And they trying to silence her. And, and all kinds of things. And the, the, the crazy part is the last video, she was completely out of it. She was completely out of it. She's completely strung out on... Uh, I think her drug of choice was crack. Um, she was completely strung out. Her mm -hmm. voice was completely gone. She's constantly fidgeting. She can't stay still. She can't talk straight. She can't look at the camera. She's talking, 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 and not stopping. Like She is completely gone, mentally gone. And that last video was really sad to see. The, the, the good thing is, is before she passed away, she got sober. She was sober for, I think she said, six months. Praise God, for real. I want to say it was six months. I don't know. Don't quote me, but I think it's been over that long. Um, and the crazy part is, is that when you are dealing with addiction and in our society nowadays, um, the the places you go that know you're dealing with addiction, if you don't have insurance, they're kicking you out. After a certain amount of days, you've exceeded your limit, they're kicking you out because you have no more money for to stay there to get help. And I didn't know that until I started yeah. watching all these videos. And a lot of people was like, y'all think it's easy for us to get over this. We go to places. We try rehab facilities to get help. Yeah. And then when we run out of insurance... They kick us out. I didn't know that in our generation, in our society, in our world, they kick you out. But these are the same people. Oh, we feel so bad for. We want to help. This and that's, see, that's the thing. Money. Bro, like... You ain't got no money. They kick. They ready to kick you out of stuff like that. But uh, I think ask. she was sober for like six months, and uh, she died in her sleep body couldn't take it her heart couldn't take it and all the stress and things that she did do beforehand it caused her to her body just quit and just shut down in her sleep mm -hmm. but see, that's the she thing. was sober that's good though that's the thing about it with, with the addiction like when you get so far gone you lose yourself because mm -hmm. right now you know we're you know in our in our right mind right you know of course we still got work to do but we're in our right mind to know what to say at a certain point and know okay i can open up a door i can do this i know how to think you know what i mean mm -hmm. by the grace of god i know how to think but you got so many people when you're dealing with either smoking or just drugs just anything that you're addicted to yeah it'll alter yourself to where after so long, you're not yourself no more. Right. So when you get a chance to look in the mirror, you like, that's me? 
And a lot of times, like even when I was smoking, like I said, I'm getting ready for parties on this stuff. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, they're going crazy. <laughs> I wasn't like really worried about how I look, but I was worried about how I look, in the sense of, oh, I gotta make it seem like I look good, or I gotta make it seem like I'm doing good, or I gotta make sure I'm smelling good. I don't want to smell. You know, weird or don't want to smell like weed type stuff. So, I didn't really look for the real deeper me that I needed to be looking for in order to get that sense of, oh, yeah, you need to chill out and change. He will be doing this today. (laughs) It's good. It's been two days. (laughs) He worked on it yesterday until late last night. Even after he went to work, he was still out there. It was like dark. Oh yeah, he must be building something crazy. But yeah. um, but no, yeah, it's like so. Whenever you go into a mirror, what do you see? And this is a question for everybody. Everybody, like, really, really think about it. You ain't gotta say it in the comments or nothing unless you want to. But what do you really see, though, for real? Do you see yourself as you know a good person, somebody that's you know handling business, as we say? Or do you really see yourself as I need more work done? And if you fall into that category of I need more work done or I just, you know, I want to do better, you know, pray about that for real. Like Mm -hmm. really sincerely pray to God. And once he noticed that that is that you're sincere, he going to help you. He's going to help you. And he might not come when you want him. But he's on time. He's on time. He is on time. No matter what, he is on time. He might not come when you want him in that moment. But best believe, when you, when it's that, that dire moment, you really down, he's right there. Mm-hmm. Right there, ready. Right there, just waiting. Right there. He already done fix what you asked of him. He what just you want done prayed about here, and he just wants you to come to him. He just wants you to come to him and say it. That's it. He just wants you to say. He just wants you to get into that that mindset of I'm struggling. I'm not doing good. I need help. I'm addicted. That acknowledging acknowledging factor is so important because what that acknowledgement does, you're reflecting on the fact that hey, I genuinely do have a problem. I genuinely got a problem. Like for real. Like, you look at so many sports players or just, like, people in education or whatever that are very, like, up there, up to that level, and you got some of them that's, you know, up in that level, um, but they're in a different category than the ones that are doing far better. They're in that category to where they don't want correction. They still, you know, getting by, still doing good, but somebody try to come and correct them, hey, I think you should kind of go this route and you know look you made this mistake this time make make sure next time oh no i don't need that i'm good and you know for those people that don't want correction you'll never get help you will never get help because you're constantly pushing away the help that you need in order to do better there's always room for improvement Mm -hmm. whether that's life sports education whatever it is that you want to do in this life there's always room for improvement there's always going to be somebody that's a little bit more above you to help you out. And that's that's good. When you start receiving correction and 
getting somebody that's telling you about yourself, you that's that's good. That means they're trying to help it. They see that you want to get better, and they see the they see the need that hey you 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 kind of down bad. They see another side of you that's going to be able to sprout up and do better and, you know what I'm saying, want to do better in life. But it's all up to you, though. Do you want to do better in life? So, yeah, I want y'all to think about that. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? But, yeah, uh, this is a good episode. All right. This is a good episode. This is deep. <laughs> this is a deep episode. I'm sorry again, y'all. I'm sick and I'm over here. Y'all gonna hear me in the middle of the video. <laughs> you good. You good. I'm trying to breathe. You good. But yeah, this is a good episode. Thank y'all for tuning in as well. Um, like I said before, I'm not gonna make no promises, but <laughs> the plan is I'm trying to get these coming out, you know. On the weekends, because I'm off on Friday, so definitely in the weekends. But if not the weekends, and I will get them out. You know, I'll let y'all know. Get the video rolling, and then I'll put put some out. Just give me a little time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, make sure y'all like, y'all subscribe. You know, y'all stay tuned for more, cause there will be more. To where you know. We getting everybody on here. <laughs> I want everybody on here. You know, I'm leaving. <laughs> What you mean you leave? We gonna we gonna get you back on here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the wife back on here. Hopefully, but, when I'm feeling better. Yeah, definitely. So, y'all stay blessed. Y'all make sure y'all look in the mirror and ask yourself, you know, what do you see? You know, what do you really see? And y'all stay tuned for more and love y'all. You good? <laughs> it's just shirt pain that's all uh, <laughs> y'all stay tuned for more love y'all see y'all on the next podcast <laughs> I'm silly with this music call it art where I'm huh? taking my time yeah it's really like time okay. work up on night yeah that's like where I'm trying to do is really just network network